good Tuesday morning to you, KMA land. Welcome in to a bond further review for the 1,356th time. Trevor Mader uh, in for Derek Martin. Not filling in for him for the 1,356th time, although it feels like it because I think he somehow has 1,356 vacation days a year. I'm joined today by the man, the myth, the legend, Ethan Hewitt. Ryan Matheny, not here today. I think he's busy uh, probably watching Modern Marvels or maybe cooking <laughs> breakfast or something. Uh, he's not here. Derek's on vacation, so I pulled Ethan aside for a little bit right out of the KMA newsroom to join me for this open. He is full of hot takes. It might not always be good ones, but they are hot ones. Good morning, Ethan. Oh, good morning, Trevor. That is very true. I, yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> Ethan, uh, prior to this open, has said maybe 100 words to me ever uh, in the six months you worked here now? Eight months? I, yeah, something like something that. Like I don't know. I've lost count. It's probably been more than that now. Uh, are you excited to go to Woodbine tonight, by the way? I, I am very much looking forward to it. I very much thank Derek Barton for a Tuesday night in Woodbine. That was, that's, a, that's a lot of fun. Better you than me, I guess. <laughs> I was. Uh, I won't complain. Uh, by the way, we've, I should probably mention we've got Woodbine, Xyra, Oakland, Kimbleton tonight, KMA 960. Ethan will be there in Woodbine. I'll be in Stanton, girls basketball action, Audubon, Stanton, non-conference. That's an interesting matchup. I'll have that one on KMA FM 99. We'll join that in progress at around 6.15. Ethan's game will start at 6 uh, on the radio side. And we'll have video as well, KMALand.com and on YouTube. Uh, yeah, when Derek made the schedule, and uh, I always kind of you know look a little ahead and kind of think, okay, these are probably the games we're going to do. And I had kind of resigned myself to the fact that I was driving to Woodbine on a Tuesday night. And uh, instead, he gifted me one. I get out of Ben Stanton. But Woodbine, I mean, Woodbine's not that far. Oh, yeah, it's about an hour and a half or so. I mean, anything under two hours to me is like, okay, it's manageable. It's right. not, it's not, a, yeah. I mean, you're in a fortunate situation too, kind of like me, where, you know, you're not in here, you know, when, you know, at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. Uh, so it'll be a fun time tonight. You might get to see a really good girls' basketball game. Both teams ranked in the state. Yeah. It should be a fun one. So you can listen to that again tonight. Ethan's got the call of that KMA 960. I'll be on the FM with Audubon Stanton. We've got a great show coming up for you today. We're going to talk with Allie Voss of Thomas Jefferson. She's going to play college volleyball at Southwestern Community College. Then on the backside of the show, Matt Goldman talks with Derek Martin. Derek's on vacation, but he's still occasionally, you know, somebody's got to work around here. Uh, and Derek occasionally will. And he and Matt love talking MLB hot stove stuff. Uh, so they did that. That's coming up at around 11.35. And then at 11.50, we're going to hear from Underwood girls basketball coach Jasmine Flynn. The Eagles might be the hottest team in KMA Land basketball right now. They started the year with a one-point loss to Shenandoah. They've since won nine in a row. They've got a big matchup coming up with Trainer on Friday night. That's going to be for first place in the Western Iowa Conference. The Cardinals are hot as well. They've won nine in a row. Uh, we heard them last night on the KMA Airwaves when they beat HSTW. We'll have Underwood Trainer on Friday night on KMA FM. I'll be there uh, in Trainer for that one, but we'll hear from Coach Flynn coming up at around 11.50. Uh, Ethan, sometimes when Ryan and I are bored, we like to go back look on this day in sports history because we're nerds and it's fun. <laughs> Uh, how about in, uh, we'll start 1960, 1970, 1969 season, 1970 year, AFL championship game at the Alameda County Coliseum. Uh, long live the, re the legend John Madden. May he rest in peace. His team took a loss on this day in 1970 to the Chiefs in the AFL championship game. I believe if I remember correctly, uh, the Chiefs were underdogs in that game. 
And according to you, ever watch America's Game? I don't know if you ever watched those on NFL Network. <sighs> no, I haven't. Basically, so they they're hour long documentaries about Super Bowl champions. Mm. And the 1969 Chiefs America's game, I think it was Len Dawson, talked about how allegedly, uh, when the when the Chiefs showed up for the AFL Championship game, they happened to walk by uh, a bunch of luggage and mm-hmm. one of the concourses or whatever, and somebody told them that it was you know the Raiders were already packing for the Super Bowl. Again, I don't <laughs> know if that's true or not. Uh, you know, yeah, they I guess they pack for Super Bowls prematurely. They dance on logos, and it just doesn't work out. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. I don't care, uh, but that's just something I remembered as I was reading that. Also, 1970, same day, Vikings beat the Browns 27-7. to The Chiefs then went on to beat the Vikings in the Super Bowl, uh, their only title until a couple of years ago. 1976, the Steelers beat the Raiders 16-10 to in the AFC Championship game. Uh, the Cowboys beat the Rams 37-7. to You know, the Steelers and Raiders, they played some bloodbaths. Yeah, during that, that was... Time. That was a heck of a rivalry. That might have been the one too, where the I think the field was like frozen, and the Steelers might have done some shoddy stuff to it to <laughs> not necessarily because you know the Raiders wanted to you know spread out a little bit. They had athletes they wanted to throw it, and you know the Steelers wanted to hand it to Franco Harris thirty times a game, so that worked in their favor. They ended up getting the win. Uh, how about nineteen eighty six? David Robinson blocks a record fourteen shots. 1986, Eric Dickerson. You ever heard of him? I've heard his name occasionally, yeah. Yeah, standout running back for the Rams Hall of Famer. Scored twice. He rushed for an NFL postseason record 248 yards in a 20 nothing victory over the Dallas Cowboys. Again, that was in 1986. Uh, in 1999, the first BCS National Championship game, Tennessee beat Florida State 23-16. to That wasn't a Fiesta Bowl. And listen, I think we're almost to the point. I never thought I would say this when we... Uh, brought out the college football playoff in 2014. There's a part of me that kind of misses the BCS. Yeah, it's it was a bit of a love hate relationship. You know, it was it was nice to see just two really dominant teams face each other every year. But you know, it's the, I mean, the group of fives never had a chance. So no. I mean, but I mean, up until this year, they never had a chance the college football playoff. And Cincinnati to have a chance had to come in ranked top ten in the preseason mm-hmm. and beat another preseason top ten team in yeah. Notre Dame. So, uh. I, I don't know. I mean, I like the you know, I like giving more teams an opportunity. I'll never turn down more football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have a sixty-four team <laughs> NCAA football playoff, and as bad as watching Alabama play Western Kentucky might be, it's it's still football. I'm gonna check in, <laughs> uh, and I've always been. And Derek and Ryan hate me for this. A believer of just if you don't win your conference championship, don't get, you don't get in the playoff. I've gone as far as saying every conference champion. So, again, you might get like Alabama playing Northern Illinois in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's not really any different than, you know, the NCAA tournament where you get Duke playing, you know, <laughs> Southern. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, the safety of football and basketball, different. I understand that argument. But I just think it'd be cool to see. Uh, also, on this day in 2000, you heard of Bill Belichick? Uh, who's that guy? I don't I, know. I don't know. Uh, I, I wish I would have never heard of him. <laughs> He was the head coach of the New York Jets. If you didn't know that he was ever the head coach of the New York Jets, it's because this open is almost going to be longer than Bill Belichick's tenure as the New York Jets head coach. Actually, I think it was like 30, 32 minutes, if I remember correctly, is what mm-hmm. I read. Uh, and then he he left the Jets, and I don't know what happened to him after that. Yeah, I think it's, he it's, ended up 
like managing a grocery store. No, he uh, <laughs> ended up taking over the New England Patriots and has won six Super Bowls, you know, mm. countless playoff appearances. Is the most accomplished NFL head coach of all time, without a doubt. Also on this day in 2000, Florida State beat Virginia Tech 46-29 to in the Sugar Bowl. Do you know who the quarterback was for Virginia Tech in that game? No. Who was Michael it? Vick. Oh. And I remember correctly, they were – this game was just on ESPN Classic a couple years ago, so I watched it because I'm not old enough to have remembered it, but I always – you know, I'd heard about it, and they were up. Like they were down and they came back and they were up like 29 28. And then Florida State, they had Peter Warwick that year, who was incredible, ends up winning. Uh, 2001, you ever heard of Michael Jordan? Man, another name I just escapes me. Yeah, not Michael B. Jordan, not, not the actor. <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan, the basketball player, he was the fourth player in NBA history to score 30,000 career points. Did so with a free throw in the second quarter. He was playing for the Washington Wizards at the time. He did it, mm. get this, against the Chicago Bulls. Ooh. There you so, go. I don't know if that was on the road or at home. I'm sure it would have been a, a touching moment if it was on the uh, at home. Uh, you know, it's kind of like Tom Brady. You know, broke the pass the career passing yardage record mm. in Foxborough. So that's kind of kind of a cool moment. Uh, have you ever heard of Serena Williams? Man, Trevor, you're throwing a lot of curveballs at me. Today. I know. Uh, she won some tennis cup on this day in 2003. 2004, LSU beat Oklahoma 21 to 14 in the BCS national championship game. That's the one year with the BCS that you could make an argument the BCS probably shouldn't have been a thing because you know Oklahoma the week not the week before but the game before got just absolutely clocked by by a, a decent Kansas State team mm-hmm. uh, in the Big 12 championship game. I think they played that Kansas City too. And they were still the number one seed. USC had suffered an early loss, I think, to the Aaron Rodgers-led Cal team. And then was pretty good after that. Probably had an argument to be that one or two team and face LSU. They didn't. They went to the Rose Bowl. They beat Michigan. And uh, LSU and USC actually split uh, the national championship. Because I think it was the Associated Press voted USC the national champion. LSU won the BCS would have been cool to see those two teams match up. That was where I think the argument for a playoff really began because mm-hmm. uh, USC felt like they got snubbed. They made up for it, though. The next year, they clobbered Oklahoma 55-19 to in the Orange Bowl. That was later vacated because Reggie Bush, I guess, took some money. But I watched <laughs> it. They won that game. I saw it with my own eyes. They, they won that game. Uh, 2006, I don't know if you remember this game. I remember this game, though. Uh, the Rose Bowl, Vince Young leads Texas 41-38 over USC. You'd have been, what, 9, 10? Eight, eight, I believe. Okay, I forget yeah. you're, you're younger than me. <laughs> oh, man, make me feel old. I remember watching this game, and I think my I, don't remember, I was like 8 or 9, and my dad did not care for football whatsoever. And we had a 9 o'clock bedtime be damned. <laughs> and I went to bed at like halftime, and then I had a friend that was a huge Texas fan. And had to hear the next day all about the game. And uh, yeah, that was that was a fun one. Uh, 2010, there were some bowl games. Boise State beat TCU in the Fiesta Bowl. Ohio State beat Arkansas in the Sugar Bowl. I remember watching that game in 2011. 2012, West Virginia beat Clemson 70 to 33 in the Ooh. Orange Bowl. That was when West Virginia was just guns ablazing. Uh, I can't think Geno Smith was. I say yeah, it was the Geno Smith era. Yeah, yeah, it was Geno Smith, Taj Boyd who. Those guys at one time were like the future, mm-hmm. and now you know I, I don't. Geno Smith's still in Seattle, I think maybe. I think he is, yeah. And Tosh Boyd, I don't know ever, you know, ever did anything in the NFL. Uh, so yeah, there's a look at this day in sports history. 
Also, always fun to take a look at the birthdays on this day in sports as well. Uh, we missed a perfect opportunity a couple weeks ago, Ryan and I did, to talk about, did you know Tiger Woods, uh, LeBron James, and Sandy Koufax share the same birthday? Wow. That's a big birthday. Uh, on you know, Birthdays on this day, you know, the late Don Shula uh, passed away a couple of years ago. He would have been 92 today. Uh, as I scroll through this list really quickly, uh, not any others at the moment standing out. Garrison Hurst, former standout running back for the 49ers, he turns 51 today. Uh, wow, that makes me feel kind of old because I, I kind of remember watching the end of his career. Speaking of those West Virginia teams, remember Steve Slayton? Ooh, I don't remember, remember Steve Slayton. A little, a little before Geno Smith, like 2007, 2008. Uh, he was with, uh, I think, Jared, Pat White. Yeah, Pat White was the quarterback. He was a running back Heisman Trophy finalist. Killer on NCAA football. <laughs> the option with Pat White and Steve Slayton was pretty unstoppable. He turns 36 today. Uh, happy birthday to IndyCar driver Graham Rahal as well. He turns 33. And then you ever heard Derek Henry? I, I wish I didn't. <laughs> I really wish I didn't. Uh, but he turns 28 today. Wow. So, happy birthday to Derek Henry as well. Sounds like he's going to be... Good to go for the Titans in the playoffs as well. Uh, so that's a, a great birthday present for him mm. or his team, however you want to look at it. Uh, I think he might actually practice later this week, they think. So he, he's not going to play Sunday. Against oh, yeah, the Texans. no. Yeah. Uh, they're they're going to be cautious with that because they're in line to get the one seed, so mm-hmm. you know they can give him an extra week to rest. But, yeah, a lot of great birthdays. A lot of great things have gone on on this day. One of them that isn't on here that should be, though, the 1,356th episode of Upon Further Review. It continues on next. Ali Voss, Matt Goldman, Jasmine Flynn. Don't want to miss it. Don't go anywhere. Don't